1: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito
2: com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Year's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito com.
1: Hello, friends. Welcome to Group Therapy. It is Sunday night, November 20th at about 1030 for those of you listening on the recording. Thank you so much for choosing to spend part of your time with me in honor of head coach, Jason Kidd opting to play his second best offensive player, a mere 17 minutes. That is the sheer, that is the maximum amount we're going to go tonight. Just kidding. Um, yeah, the Dallas Mavericks fell to the Denver Nuggets 98 to 97 in a game, which should have everyone looking in the mirror, but We've said that before because they've had, they've had um, lots and lots of opportunities to do that this season. Uh, (laughs) And I, I don't know. I don't know how they get it together. Um, You know, on the one hand they're nine and seven and they should be something like 15 and two on, you know, they need to figure out a way to close out these games. On the other hand, this is probably the fourth of the seven losses that was truly horrifying in that they had no business being that close. Uh, this is, 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 it should be upsetting. You, know, you beat the crap out of Denver on Friday and turn around and pull out a performance like this while getting a gift of a game, a gift of a game from, from Josh Green, 23 points, his career high. Shot the ball lights out, looked really good in doing so, and still lost. So I I don't, you know, the lot being lasered, Davis Bertans hit a bunch of shots. Just another truly putrid offensive performance from a big chunk of the team. Lots of missed free throws. I think the Mavs shot 57% from the line. Uh, you know, there's I see some some whinging about uh, Luka Doncic's last shot, which yes, um, don't not arguing at all. I just find that to be of, of the list of like complaints that I have that there was a last shot is the problem. Um, it's, it's just really stupid. It's really stupid. And these, these guys don't have any means of correcting it because they keep making the same mistakes. um, playing wood like that doesn't make sense. I do understand how he was being defended, but then really basketball is a pretty straightforward sport. Find a way to get him the ball. If the entry passes weren't there, um, this is, is just, it's maddening. It's, it shouldn't be this difficult. I feel like, I feel like to a degree, I'm, I'm missing something. Um, All right. You guys know the drill. You want to come up on stage, listen for your name, Um, and you know, we'll, we'll talk for a few minutes and get on out of Dodge and then we'll all, you know, lick our wounds for a few days and come back on Wednesday. Okay. Coming up first is my guy, Brad. Hey, Brad, you're going to kick us off. What's going on? Give Brad a second to unmute. We'll figure it out. I'm going to go figure out the score of the Chiefs game while Brad is doing this you There, my man. you got to hit the unmute button. Oh. Got it. I did it. There we go. Thank you. Wow. Nope, it's yeah, not yeah. you. Yeah, that sir. was me. I didn't have my headphones plugged in. My uh, bad. Oh. <laughs>
3: nope, no big deal. Man, like, what a waste of a Josh Green game, right?
1: Oh, it's, it's disappointing, because uh, it'd be so much more fun to have people come in here and tell me, see, he's going to be a starting wing, and I'd just have to sit there and listen to it.
3: That's much more fun. I literally, like, was, like, looking back, and I was like, oh, should I, like, screenshots and tweets? I was like, oh, Josh Green is, like, doing a bit better, like, two years ago. But, like, this is, like, a Luka loss, I think, you know? Like, this is, like, his fault. Like, there's no reason we should have lost this game, other than the fact that, like, Luka doesn't care when... We're playing a team that's like missing four out of at least four to five out of their best players, right? Like
1: He was pretty bad in the first quarter. He was uh, he was really – like the the missed free throws kill me. I mean a six of ten sure. from the line and a one-point loss. Um, He didn't turn the ball over. He started making some nice passes, was playing a little better. I still – I don't like the two for eight from three. Um, I certainly don't hang it on him per se but I am getting really tired of the the games where he should come out and just kick the shit out of an opposing team. The Mavericks point, as Kirk, a whole don't like, do that. It, it, when when do you say hey like look like this is
3: you. You are the you're the guy. Like you're the team. Everyone knows this like you bring the energy in and it's you know like a day school it's like, oh, sure, they're missing four out of, like, yep. the best offensive players. Like, that, that's a Luka loss. Like, I, I, hate, to, I hate to insinuate that, like, oh, this is his fault. Because clearly he's, like, right. thank God we have him. Like, thank God. Like, imagine if we, like, got so good backly, right? But, like, this is a especially this season specifically, we've had, what, at least four losses that we shouldn't have had?
1: I mean, they are seven and six in clutch games. So you could argue they have six losses they shouldn't have.
3: Well, in two of those, for sure, we are by at least 20 points, and we just, like, fucking blew it, right? Like,
1: well, Tobias in the chat makes a good point. He should have fifteen assists if these guys would get open hey. <laughs> shot. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah, I mean, I get that, but like it's just like like I don't know. Like I don't I don't feel so bad for them because like Luca doesn't give a shit. He just doesn't, like most of the time.
1: Well, so he said let me read you a quote from last from the first Denver wins post game. He like says, quote we kind of know when the other team has superstars out that we lose a game. <laughs> We're known for that, I guess. Today, we had to change this. Just approach the game the same way. And I would argue that in terms of looking at that from the big picture, the Mavericks, led by Luca, did not approach the game the same way.
3: Hey, I'm sorry. Did you say the next game they played against the same team that was missing the same players? Guys, yeah. yeah. Turns out, you're right. Oh, it's brutal. It's I mean... Like it's so frustrating. Like, you could see it the first like ten minutes. Like, he didn't score for the first ten minutes. No big deal. But like no. the first like entire quarter, like you just see like disinterested. He doesn't care.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Just well, frustrated. Well, you know, I'm, you... I still I still hold like the rotation and the coaching stuff. Like this, just this, uh, to me, this yeah. is such a, it's it's such a fundamental, like, ha- and granted, this lineup actually worked, but at one point in time, they had Davis Bertans and JaVale McGee on the floor at the same time.
3: But...
4: The fact that,
1: look, the
3: fact that Bertans and Green, I was saying, like, as I was to my this it's like, ooh, here we are, Green and Red all night. Like, this is the only reason why we're in this game. And it shouldn't be the case. Like, just...
1: Yeah. It's just annoying. Well, let me, let me read you this happy quote. <laughs> Christian Wood in the post-game locker room said, the Mavs don't prep him before games about second-half playing time plans. And I quote, this is from from Wood, I have no clue. After playing one a minute and 51 seconds in the fourth quarter tonight, he said, quote, I would love to play more. I've voiced that several times, but I just play my role. That is courtesy of Callie Kaplan. Mm-hmm. So, I hear you on, on the things that frustrate you, though. I really do. Yeah.
3: Uh, it's just, yeah. anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll skip my turn, but it's just frustrating to watch. It, it is. And I just think that at this point, like, it's a little bit of uh, I know, like, kids got like, a lot of blame lately, which is fair, for sure. Um, but also, like, little, it's got to go on Luca, I think. Like, this is, like, the, kind of like the, like offense that he's signing right which is fine because it works most of the time but like when he's not interested then it turns out like it hurts
1: yeah it does all right man talk soon thanks for hanging yeah. out thanks man okay Woo, Got a whole bunch of folks um i'm gonna give uh, some folks that, uh, names i don't see in here as often come up first robert welcome to the show how are you let robert uh give him a second to um to chat with us hit the unmute button there you go can you hear me hey welcome welcome hey thank you so much uh
5: can i first say i think you guys do a great job you and josh and everyone who works on the site i think it's actually like really really good appreciate that if if the mavs had our consistency they might not suck no no it's very good (laughs) thank you um so i'm gonna say my you know my piece real quick and uh I have a theory about things, and i I hope that i 'm wrong, and I, I hope that you actually disagree with me and then tell me explain why I 'm wrong. Mm-hmm. so I hear what the last guy was saying about Luca. I mean I totally get it. I kind of take it I feel like that's kind of part of the bag with Luca, and at this point he's so good i can't really yeah yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, and also it's just not like I know we should everyone should try hard every game it's just not you can't win, you can't contend if you need one guy to score 30-plus points every game. Like, that's just not – They are 0-3 in games (sighs) where he doesn't score 30 points. Right. It's just not – especially when you're at – like, a lot of his success this year has been from going to the rim, right? Uh, During a huge chunk of last season, he did not get to the rim as much. That takes a toll. Like, that's hard to do. When the whole defense is geared on stopping you, it (laughs) – It just feels like a lot to ask like, no, no, he's got to go and just drive to the rim every possession 36 minutes a night for 75 games, or they're not going to make a top six. Like that just, I don't think that's a reasonable ask. And my frustration comes from the fact that, you know, I feel like whatever our complaints are about each individual game, it makes me feel hopeless because ultimately Mark Cuban owns the team and I don't think he makes good basketball decisions. And I don't think there's ever going to be a point where Mark Cuban is watching it and says, you know what? I need to hire a GM who knows what he's doing. I need to take my hands off and stop this, you know, and just like stop interfering. And what's so frustrating is that they were close to contention last year. Anyone with two eyes and a working brain who watched the playoffs could say this team is so close they don't even need another star. They just need another wing who can attack closeouts and actually get to the rim. They need another big who can switch. And they need, um, really, it was just those two things, right? They need someone else like Maxi who could switch and protect the rim. And they just need a guy like Wiggins as opposed to Bullock, right? A guy who could actually attack the rim on closeouts.
1: Instead, well, they need oh, more people who can dribble with a like right. purpose. Right. Like it, we, everybody gets so excited about Josh Green because he actually dribbles. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just and they need more ball
5: handlers. They need to be less reliant on Luca. Right. Yes. The off season happens. Cuban after saying I, that after a bunch of years where they won't pay the tax, he says, "Well, we will. I know we're going to be over the tax," and kind of heavily implies they're going to bring back Brunson. He doesn't strictly to save money. Oh well, no no. So
1: so I actually I actually know for a fact that Brunson was already gone. By the okay. time he said that, Brunson was already gone. So that he said it at all was insane. Because then you go out and you don't offer Max money to actually make him think about it. That's yeah. what's like those two things together are really numbingly crazy.
5: Yeah. I mean my I really hate the way the whole Brunson thing was spun, whether just it's like the Mavs didn't offer him more money than the Knicks. Yeah, like, period. And period. <laughs> like when Malik Monk signed with the Kings, nobody came out and said, oh, his heart was in Sacramento and the Lakers never had a chance. Lakers didn't offer him as much money. <laughs> like, that's just it. Like, that's how every signing goes. So he lets him walk because of money. Drogic, he turns down, presumably, because he assumed Luka and Dinwiddie were going to play 80 games each this year. Which is wild. And then he signs McGee, to which in a vacuum fine. He gives him three years. I That's guess That's the
1: Jason Kidd special, he wanted that one. Right. But for three years, which is <laughs> doubly hilarious because We'll have oh. a new president by the like, or 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 Biden will be eighty. Joe Biden will be eighty three by the time that that contract expires. Just to give you guys some context, <laughs> right? And it's just like the, the extra hilarity behind it is that he
5: hires Nico, who has no relevant front office experience, and he spins it by saying, "Well, no, no, he has relationships with players. Players will want to sign here." So immediately, their off season is letting the second best player walk telling no to the guy who wants to sign here and then giving three years to a guy no one wanted to sign, period, because they had to give him three years and promise him to start to get him to come here. So yeah, I guess my problem is that like when Cuban was wildly spending when he first took over the team, it's like you can overspend or you can be smart. You can't be cheap and stupid and win a title. Like it's not possible. It's just not possible. Nope. And so I just want someone to explain to me How this is going to work, because when I hear Tim McMahon go on the low post and go through all of the moves, the Mavs fucked up. And again, they wouldn't have fucked up the moves if they had just – one of the moves if they had just said yes to a guy who says, I will sign here for the minimum, and you just have to say yes,
1: okay, and they fuck even something that simple up. Oh, it's funny. So I – I've been talking about this in here for a while, but I finally put my money where my mouth was and, and wrote out a column that's going to go up tomorrow. And for anybody that's actually like listening to this, the column will already be up uh, on the recording. And the, the, the headline of the column is very simple. It says, there is no help coming for for the Dallas Mavericks. And I walk through what McMahon did and then really get deeper. I go through everything from 2018 draft day on. And it's, it's a combination of... of of bad luck, but also just flat out bad decision making. Yeah. And and the two things like you cannot have both. Um really? and Luca makes things easier because he's Luca. He papers over the problem. But what I find just so bizarre as we look back, and, and hopefully this becomes not a thing, because again, they're nine and seven, and maybe we can wash away this with a decent win streak, but they have a tough schedule coming up and if if you know they they finally get it together and role players start hitting some shots, maybe this is no big deal. But this just it's it's not very fun.
5: <laughs> no, it's awful. They have to have everyone healthy because if anyone's missing, it doesn't work, right? And it's just it's just so frustrating. But I'm sorry, my my thought was going to be like hearing Tim McMahon go on the low post and run yeah. through all of the stupid mistakes they've made that are just insanely dumb that even fans at home would have gone oh. right. And then he pauses and he says, "But they're gearing up for their huge move when they get all their picks back from the after the KP deal ends, right?" And yep. it's like, why would we have faith in this big like what? They right, just right. fucked if up a move. Or they just had to say yes. What? If, <laughs> if you I, can't
1: hit the singles, why would we trust you to hit a home run? And I'm terrified. I mean, what is this going to
5: be? Especially now that we know kid has big say. Is this going to be everyone for Anthony Davis? Which makes me want to light myself on fire. Like it's. Is it going to be something like that? It's going to be bad, though. And I want someone to explain to me why I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, I, I don't have one for you.
5: That, <laughs> that doesn't make me feel good. So anyway, that's what I had. So thank you. Love the site for what that's sure. worth.
1: Thanks for coming up, Robert. Hope you come back. Thanks. All right. I need more, more to drink. Not going to get it, though. Simon, welcome back. Hit that unmute button and tell us what you're thinking tonight. I will tell you what, folks. At least it, it was an early game. At least it was something.
6: like Oh, hello. Uh, hello. Can you hear me yet? I
1: can. Hello, remember.
6: sorry. I, I started talking and I was uh, unmuted. Okay. My God, ah, oh, this is just painful. Just so much pain. I just, I. It felt like one of those games after that, like thing at halftime, which I, I'm still shocked that they did that. It just felt like the universe did not want us to win this one. It just felt like one of those games where the ball would just bounce wrong and, ah, God.
1: <laughs> I don't really have much of a response to that because it just – I normally am so full of piss and vinegar after losses like this, and I'm just kind of like a little bit disgusted. That's where I'm sitting at the moment. But I'm not – Yeah, it feels close. Yeah, it blows.
6: <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I don't think I have – <laughs> Anything to really add, it just, it just sucks. You didn't say it out loud.
1: No, saying it out loud is nice. It, it makes <sighs> you feels better. That's what therapy Man. is about.
6: That that last shot was terrible. I can't believe we wasted Josh Green's game. <laughs> wow. One of his, uh, his best games ever. And uh, it just, he was hitting every shot. I, I was so excited. I just wanted to win the game just, just for him.
1: 100%. 100%. Wow.
6: Because,
1: you know, the, the expectations surrounding Josh Green, to me, are, are and have been sort of wildly out of whack, where I want him to hit an open shot a game, which since the Nets game, he really hasn't done. Um, he was actually quite bad, but he still plays hard. He gets in. He does what he's supposed to do. And so tonight, to see him hit the shots while continuing to do the open everything. Game, it was nice. It was nice. And it's like, oh, it's. You know, wouldn't you rather have had like the Bally's post game segment be about how Josh Green had a great game and oh, them dumping oh, water on him and stuff?
6: Oh man, instead, that would have been great. I mean, he could have been player it. of the game.
1: See, so your dog also wants, wanted it to be about Josh Green. Like this.
6: She does. Sounds, she it's, does. It's, it's, yeah. It's upsetting. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, thanks for hanging out.
6: I <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, I, don't, I got nothing else.
1: No problem, Seven. Uh, talks yeah. in.
6: Yeah, sounds good. Catch ya.
1: So that's how we all feel. Just everybody's kind of like, Ugh. all right, let's go with, um, and I want to fly through some people tonight, guys, because I don't want to be here till like midnight. Lyndon, long time. You only come in here for the games where we lose. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what you got tonight, Lyndon. Find that unmute button.
7: Hey, Kirk, can you hear me?
1: I can. Welcome back. Long time.
7: Uh, Yeah. Today, I, I was, this was like a Jason Kidd masterclass. I think, this level of like ineptitude from like so many aspects of the game, like he he was on full display.
1: I'm changing the lack- room name. That's a great a Jason Kidd masterclass.
7: <laughs> yeah, like it, it was like the the lack of and this is something that I struggle with, but I think it's important. Luka Doncic is an offensive genius, but he needs some form of structure, and not even for him, just for everyone else. Oh yeah, because. Like whenever whatever he, he does doesn't work right away, you can see the other guy just putting their hands up, just like I don't know what to do. And like every time we come out of a timeout or it's, it's, it's a close game, it's it's like they, they don't they don't have any sets to run. It's just oh we're gonna heave a step back three or we're gonna heave something in half court. That's one. It just his lack of, of structure for the team. Like two, his horrendous petty nonsense that he's doing to Christian Wood playing less minutes than Tim Hardaway Jr. Who's actively, actively killing the, killing the other players on the roster is disgusting. Like Christian Wood does not deserve what Jason Kidd is doing. He's, uh, he's working against the team for whatever reason. And I think, I think this, this, this Jason Kidd that we're seeing, is one of the worst coaches in the NBA. It's horrendous what he did tonight. And then at the end of the game, we got to see Mark Cuban in front of the right refs on the arguing. Like, what is one, one, I think Mark Cuban needs to re- never do that again. He needs to stop. But two, Jason Kidd has no passion or intensity when, when, when it, it's regard to lobbying for his, his, his team. Luka, fine, Luka lobbies for himself every possession. But the rest of the team the rest of the possessions, he was completely, he looked out of depth, he looked inept, he looked absolutely dumbfounded as to what his role was as a coach, and I think tonight pissed me off, he was horrendous, and I'm like, I don't know, I had ACL reconstruction of my right knee Thursday, so I'm like, maybe it's the pain from the surgery that has me even more hyped up, but I was so, like, disgusted. Watching this game because Jason Kidd was horrendous. Like this, this is one of those games. If I'm an owner and I'm upset, I'm telling him go home. It was that. This guy looked like he'd he'd never done the job before.
1: Oh well, we're not. I mean, I hope everybody's really tightly buckled in. Jason Kidd's not going to go anywhere, anywhere. He's going to become like look. The way the Mavericks, the Mavericks hire people and they stay part of the Mavericks organization until the end of time. (laughs) So I don't know what to do about that one. I'm trying to sort of keep my kid thoughts primarily to specifics within in-game because I don't, I was baffled at the hiring. You all remember me. I was talking about this during the summer. I I don't. I still don't entirely know what to do with it.
7: Oh goodness! Well, and listen, I have, um, but I think the in-game stuff is, is stuff that all needs he needs to be chastised for, like the the, the lack of offensive any like any offensive impetus. It, it's so bad. The mass offense is so bad, and I and I also wanted to say this, and I hope um, somebody at Mavs Moneyball eventually will look into it. Because I saw the broadcast talking about how the map's Mavs defense I think is top ten or top five or something, and I or with it with defensive rating, but I think the Mavs defense I don't think is very good, and I think a lot of the defensive metrics are fooled by the lack the Mavs just lack of possessions. The Mavs are
4: lacking possessions. They play
7: so slow. So, obviously, a lot of the defensive metrics are going to look a certain way. The score is going to be lower. It's going to be a lot less of everything because the map just don't want to – obviously, Luka doesn't want to push the ball or play at any fast pace. But then, at first, I used to be mad at him about it. But then, whenever anybody else outside of him decides to move at any pace on a fast break, it turns into dust. Davis Bertans trying to run, and he's
8: just like, I'm like,
7: <laughs> what is going on? And then that brings me to my last point. I'm sorry I'm rambling, but That's I feel right. like I've been home. I have so much to discuss. Um, my last point is this, 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 this roster. And I think somebody posted on Twitter of what this roster was two years ago and what it is today. This roster building is a complete example of how bad Mark Cuban is at being. Well, a, no, I mean, like, I'll just manager. be frank
1: about it. It's how you lose a superstar. It's how you lose a superstar. I, I don't really know. I don't have any other way to say it. Josh, Bo and I have been on the bandwagon beating this since the 2019 free agency started that it like, I, I think of the, 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 Lester Freeman line from the wire where he, he looks at, at One of the guys, one of the, the, I want to, I want to say the guy who became the, the teacher and he looks at him. He says, all the pieces matter. Mm. And this stuff matters over time you don't get a clean slate every year you have to build upon your mistakes and your successes and the Mavericks made it to the Western Conference Finals and said you know what we're gonna let Jalen Brunson go we're gonna sign JaVale McGee and then yeah. I think like I feel like Christian Wood was brought in under duress to where Kidd is like you know what I'm not gonna play this guy I'm not gonna play this guy because I didn't want him it feels like a tantrum like
7: Like, you you look at this roster, Kirk, and then I I, I don't want to hold anyone else accountable because I remember when Harald was finally fired and he's doing his rounds with Bill Simmons and all these other people, he said that Mark Cuban is the guy who is still in charge. You may have a say, but he is the one who runs the roster management and these type of things. He has the final say. He's very hands-on. He called him an alpha male, whatever the bleep that means. He's an alpha male well, he's, he I mean he said it
1: when team. he came on my show Mark did where he's like if you were if you owned a franchise wouldn't you do this and I was like well yeah that's why I shouldn't own a franchise <laughs>
7: but, exactly but if you look at it he's bad at it
1: Holy I, Lord yes
7: Kirk this like this roster they have like five guys that are like almost unplayable Facuna Kamazo is an undersized guard who can't shoot.
1: And he might be the best of the unplayable guys you're about to list.
7: The Tyler Dorsey is unplayable. Like the 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 the, the, the clapper. I remember Bonnie Jones used to call Ken Bazemore the clapper. No, this guy is the clapper, or whatever his name is. Um from North Carolina. He can't yeah. play back. These
1: Theo, guys are tw- yeah. Theo Theo's a twenty seven year old guy. Like he's a twenty seven year old cheerleader. Congratulations. I'm sure he's wonderful.
7: I'm sorry for talking your head off. I just want to That's say this is one of the worst performances for a coach I've ever seen in my life.
1: Well, I can't it, wait to see what he said bottom. in the postgame. I'm sure his post game comments he's are gonna where he where he does the thing where he sounds like he's a uh, he's an innocent bystander. He's
7: ho- he acts like he's a hostage, Kirk.
1: I'm <laughs> like, I don't know what well, it's the old uncle Phil line where he's like, we, we walks out of the room <laughs> holding the jacket. What do you mean? We, I love it. All right, man. I hope you feel better on the rehab. Hope you come back and talk in here, man. I did have to do that knee rehab for a, uh, I had a, what is it? A meniscus tear. And then I had a post-surgical infection. So I, I good luck to you, <laughs> uh, but yeah. at least, hey, they have a straightforward path in that knee rehab. So, so you'll. You'll be. I'm sure they probably already got you doing crazy stuff.
7: Not yet. I had surgery on Thursday, so I, I'm now being able to move. So I'm not being right, able man. to move. Not yet.
1: Well, we'll talk soon then. I hope you come back on, uh, next time when we win.
7: Thank you, bro. All
1: right. Talk soon. All right. Let's go. Ooh, God. How's the line getting longer? Chris, tell me what you got. Hey, Kirk. How's it going? It's good. Let's go.
9: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still so disgusting with this loss. It, it just makes me think that say the third worst team in the NBA, fourth worst team, if that whole roster was on the Mavs right now playing alongside Luka, like we would probably still be a western conference finals team and this team we have is just just pathetic and tonight was just I mean, I mean so many things went wrong. I mean, have you ever seen something like that happen? Just the whole half court thing. Barely no, out of bounds. No, I've never next, seen
1: anything like that actually. Never seen it. That
9: you yeah, me and my wife came back, um, back on the DVR um, after halftime. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I had to rewind it like 20. I was like, did something happen where I missed all this? And I'm going back. I was completely confused. And then the half court shot. But God, it just, it just took the momentum out of everything. But what's pathetic here is Hardaway. I, I don't care, man. I'm just sick of this shit. Why in the hell is he playing so many minutes?
1: I got, okay, I got a theory. I have a good theory. I have what I think is a workable theory. He is going to play Tim Hardaway until until like it's like the beatings will, mora- uh, will continue until morale improves because I do not think that Tim Hardaway is a Jason Kidd style player. Period. I think that they resigned him, had a deal in place for him before Kidd took the coaching job. All right, just like Porzingis, I think the plan with him is to get him playing as well as they can and then send him out for whatever they can.
9: The I guess he's that's never right, gonna. He just looks like that. He's just never gonna be. Good enough to have his stock get up to be
1: um, tradable. There's 33 of 105 from three this season. Oh, my
9: God. It's just – even even at the very end, I know he missed all those threes or not, but even at the very end, that breakaway layup, that just making – at least that shot, we might have won the game. There's so many could-haves, should-haves. Like, just every little thing that could go wrong There'd went go. wrong. And I know these kinds of things happen, but, damn, just to lose by one point, that's a big kick in the nuts after all the mistakes – and at the very end, you just, you just know Luke is going to take a three. don't matter if we had eight seconds, he still was going to take a three. Yeah. It just seemed like, I don't know before that, that previous play, he was driving to the basket there. That was a good sign there. Um, but yeah, they had a, they had a foul to give. It just, it just sucks that the, if Bullock and Har- and uh, Finney Smith and Hardaway aren't making at least two or three threes at night, we're going to lose every time on top of all the fucking missed free throws. I mean, I'm not even looking at the box score, but I know at least we, we missed at least 10 or 11 free throws. It's just, it's insane. Yeah. It's it's just, it's disgusting. But the thing is, we've got a tough schedule coming up. That actually it makes me feel the opposite. I feel actually good. We play good teams. Luca plays the best. We're probably going to win these, a lot of these games. We play bad teams with their stars out. We lose the fucking games. It's just, sure. it's weird. this is a weird season. So I, I think that they're going to win Wednesday. And I think Luca's probably going to have 50. Like I'm just, I'm not even being positive. I think that's just how it's, this well, season's
1: going to go. He loves to play Boston. Mm-hmm. He, he loves to play Boston.
9: Me and my he son is, went to that game last year where he hit that buzzer beater. Uh, that is, was, that was insane.
1: Mean to Boston, Jason Tatum in particular. That's why I always thought, I'm so disdainful of the Celtics as a team, which is not barracks or an amazing team, but I'm very right. disdainful to like to to um, Tatum's MVP stuff because Luca just puts him in a blender.
9: Yeah, but lastly, yeah, I wish they would have. I mean, Breton's it's a great sign to see him. I wish, I hope he takes all the fucking Hardaway's minutes and I really wish they would have played Hardy tonight just to get him out there. Sure. Anything to get Hardaway's minutes off the book that I'm, I'll be good for that. I'm just, I, I can't stand seeing him on the floor anymore. And his, his dad should be attending these games if it makes him better because he's not a good announcer. Oh, that's a good theory. Yeah. I
1: like this. Yeah. I don't I know if you've it.
9: heard about a uh, Hardaway or what he did. Oh, he I heard a, what he did. Yeah. You know not need to be announcing. He need to be going to mass games instead.
1: Uh, that's one of those things where it's like if I say something stupid on one of these shows, like I'll occasionally go back in and delete it.
9: Yeah, like,
1: that's, like, ah, I shouldn't have said that. Like, I'll write it down and go looking for him. That dude said that thing on live TV.
9: Yeah, he had to go on there and apologize. Yeah, it was crazy. So but anyway, let's let's get this. Let's get this win on Wednesday. Let's do it. All right. Talk
1: soon, bud. Thanks. Right. Yeah.
10: Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com.
1: uh, Shishi, as far as what Tim Hardaway Sr. did, uh, he referred to uh, defense being played as sexual assault, only he didn't say sexual assault, he said the word for it, and it was not great. Okay, let's uh, go to Tom, welcome to the show Tom, I love all of you guys with your dog avatars, these are, these are good. What's hey going cook? on Tom? You going? Hey, uh,
11: not too much, I love uh, what you guys do with money Moneyball and everything like that. Um, Thank you. To the podcast and everything while I'm at work. Um, I'm from Australia and we're not as hot as, say, like Europeans are on sacking soccer coaches, and I don't think as much as you Americans are on getting rid of coaches. And I've been sort of lenient in my thoughts about Jason Kidd. But fuck me, can he take his hands out of his pockets during the game? <laughs> Like, he looks so bloody disinterested all the time and it's just like we wonder why the team doesn't have energy going into every game, every game. Like, your coach is sitting there just looking disinterested. It does my absolute head in. Um, And Tim Hardaway, like, I love watching him during the playoffs. What was it, two years ago or whatever when he was playing well, but Jesus Christ, tonight was an absolute struggle, and I only got to watch the first half because I had a meeting for work, and I want to watch the second half to see Josh Green's game, and listening to all of this is going to make me want to set myself on fire watching the second half, just because I want to watch this game. So, yeah, that's going to be quite a struggle, I think.
1: Well, I, I, I hope it doesn't make you too mad. You got anything else? Nah, that's all. Well, Just I appreciate get, you yeah. joining. I, I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thanks, man. All right. Coming up next, then, we got my man, Brett. Hi, Brett. What's going on?
12: Hey, Kurt. Do not have much to say other than that, again, Jason Kid should be fired. He should have been fired a long time ago. He's a terrible coach. Um, in this game specifically, though, there, there are a few things. Like, one um, – the, the the timeout situation at the very end where he like hesitated to call timeout and then like Luka took a step and then so they couldn't advance it and then he had to call another timeout which like looking back like it's easy to kind of overlook that but when the uh when the nuggets took the uh the foul to give and then the and then you know the mavs had the ball out of bounds again having to burn that timeout to advance the ball makes makes it so that they you know, can't then take another time
1: out and drop. That was, that was horrendously embarrassing two yeah. timeouts because they don't know the rules. Well, yeah, I mean, you like
12: there? it wasn't, it, it didn't seem like they thought they had made a mistake at first. It wasn't clearly like, Oh, we screwed up and like a player dribbled the ball before we called a timeout. It was like, they were arguing as if that, that wasn't clearly the rule. And it's like always been the rule.
1: Yeah. Right. Forever. With, like, all those players on the bench, it's like, what are we doing? That was, that was very funny.
12: Yeah, <sighs> of I mean, course. I, I, I do agree with what you were saying about the reason that they play Hardaway so much, but Hardaway playing more than Wood, and Wood's minutes in general, like, I just think, like, like I do agree with you about the why, like, the reason why Kid does it, and I think that that's, like, the most clear example of why he, you know, is a terrible coach. Like, you can't let your ego get in the way of that. You can't just be like, you know, screw you because, like, I don't like you personally or whatever, or I don't, like, you're not the kind of player I like. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, 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 you can do that if you're, like, you know, if you're, like, Popovich or whatever. Like, if you're a legendary coach, if you're a coach who is, like, who has succeeded, you can be like that. You can, like, say the the stupid stuff that kid says in, in, in his press conferences, you can like play favorites and whatever once you've reached the mountaintop. When you have the track record that kid does, you cannot do that. <laughs> like you have like you, you can't be annoying and bad at your job and then also like alienate your players. Like I just truly do not understand like, like it would be one thing if if Hardaway like didn't play. If he when he took a bad shot and you know he sucks at defense and he got yanked just like Wood does. But when when you give a, like him or McGee or whatever like a long leash to go out there and screw up, and then you don't, and then you're like you're clearly the second best offense player on your, on your team, you don't give that same leash to. It's just it's just absurd.
1: I wish I wish the agenda wasn't so obvious. I I, I yeah I I just I can't I just can't get around it. I mean, there's no, there's, there's no reconciling some of
12: them. Well, stuff. I mean, it wasn't, it isn't like, there are some games, there have been a few games where Wood has looked genuinely like really rough on defense. Correct. Yeah. There have been. Yeah. Like where it looks like, Oh, he's not playing in the fourth quarter. This makes sense because in this game, like these other players, players are playing better over him in a game where like Dinwiddie is playing just, I, I don't think anybody's mentioned Dinwiddie yet, but he played terribly. Yep. Um, And he like, also, his rotations I, I don't know if you noticed this, but like his rotations are really odd, and they're, they're expecting con- him to play no like consistency.
1: 40- there was there was total consistency for eight games, and now it's like they're just throwing things out there.
12: Yeah, I mean, like, and they're like expecting Dinwiddie to play like really heavy minutes, still relatively fresh off a of, off of surgery. Yep, and Let's and I catch just up with them. It's the most yeah, I mean, he's like when he played, when he played forty minutes, and then and then played the next night after back to in in the back to back, I was just like, "What are you like? You're gonna like root, you're gonna like run him into the ground? Like this is like Tom Thibodeau nonsense."
1: Well, we're you know, I, he's gonna get along. Like this just isn't gonna go anywhere. I just I'm gonna have a hard time not like beating the shit out of this because that's just what I do. But I, I don't you know, they're, they're going to write the ship because Luca's really good. And and that like, it, at least I hope they do. <laughs> oh,
13: it, it's the
12: kind of thing where like, you know, in football where you have a good quarterback and a, and a bad coach that like that good quarterback often covers up for a, a you know, a bad coach. Sure. I mean, sure. I mean like, and, and so, you know, y- y- you'll pull out lots of games. The Mavs will win, you know, more clutch games than they lose simply because, you know, they have the best player on the floor. But like, but that like, the, the continuing to do the the last play where it's just Luca like jacking up a three. I mean like, I, I will like like my assumption will be until I am proved otherwise by like somebody reporting about about the reason it's like that. I'm gonna assume it's because it's what the coaching staff calls on the sideline and that it's not that Luca demands to take this bad shot every single time. It could be, but my assumption is that it works like every other team and. The coach, like, you know, calls plays.
1: Yeah. Well, sorry that we all had to deal with this. Thanks for hanging out, Thanks. Brett. All right, let's keep flying. Caleb, welcome to the show. Wow. Hey. Behold. Look at that avatar. Hashtag fire kid. Is that from the Bucks days?
2: It is. I'm your resident Bucks fan here just to tell you about my experience with Jason Kidd as coach.
1: Looking forward to it.
2: He was so bad. It was like everyone had this avatar. It was unlike anything I had ever seen. Like, you talk about the rotations, and I know, Kirk, you hate kid, and I totally get it, but, like, there were games where he would just start DeAndre Liggins or Gary Payton the second back when he was on the Bucks, and it just – none of it made any sense. One game he started DJ Wilson. He hadn't played all year. It just. And then I remember one time Bucks were, they were playing the Cavs back with LeBron and he instructed Middleton to miss a free throw up. I remember this. Up up three. And then, and then he said after the game that he did it because with our luck, they inbound the ball to half court, we followed the three point shooter and it's a four point play. It just I remember that.
1: Like, why would you was, say that out loud?
2: Yeah, it was ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. One time he said he put Malcolm Brogdon in because he was the first player he saw. It was just Yeah, just ridiculous stuff. So I'm just coming in here to tell you that I it just it isn't gonna get better. He's, he doesn't change. He never I am, will.
1: I am friends and in a group chat with a uh, Bucks fan, notorious Bucks fan, No Tech Ben. ben oh, Thompson, No Tech Ben. Yes. Who, who runs uh, the amazing uh, a website Stratechery, uh which is completely not sports related at all. But he's just been on my ass for a year and a half, where he's like, "It's coming. Don't you worry." Yeah. And yeah, yeah. we're we're seeing it. We're. See- if- I don't know. I hope he pulls it together. It would be best for me. Like nobody listens after losses. I say that. It's only the hardcore. Like I want I want snappy casuals to come in here and listen to the show and be happy. Like this <laughs> this losing stuff sucks.
2: Yeah, yeah. It it definitely does. It just if he couldn't win with and then Budenholzer came in and it just completely turned around immediately. Yeah. And obviously we got Brooke Lopez. It helped, that helped a lot, but just it was just so bad. Rejoicing in Buck's Twitter world when Kid got fired. Just so yeah, just my my bucks take for you. Sorry to come in and rain on your Mavs party. Not, but... Hey,
1: everybody's pissy in here. That's the whole thing. Thanks for hanging <laughs> out, Caleb. Talk soon. Yeah, for sure. Okay, we're gonna go with my man uh, Krishna. How you doing, Krishna?
13: Kirk, how are you? I am all right. Yeah, I I don't even want to get mad because at this point, like the Mavs don't deserve me getting angry. They they don't deserve they don't deserve anything from fans because. That's piss poor. Like Luca said it after the last Denver game. People, people look at the Mavs like a team that that, that are going to lose to teams without stars because they are. Those are the facts, and the facts are you lose to teams without stars, and it's it's just unacceptable on a level when you have to have Josh Green go six of seven for a three, and you have to have Tim Hardaway out there for so many minutes and. It doesn't make sense. You think for a guy who played so long in the NBA, you think he would understand what the hot hand is. You think he would understand anything, but it's clear guys who've played in the NBA. They don't understand coaching for a reason, especially superstars. And like I mentioned in the chat, Bill Russell's the only exception because what Bill Russell went through in the league was far different from any other player that's been a coach, especially superstar players. We look at players that have been good coaches. It's because they had to understand what the last guy on the bench went through or what role players get through. And Jason Kidd has never understood that. And he likely will not ever understand that.
1: Well, I mean, I don't think he, he actively doesn't care is the other thing. Like it's, it's
13: superstar bust.
1: I mean, okay, Larry
13: Bird. Okay. Sam Gigi said Larry Bird. Sure. Larry Bird was a good coach too, but Bill Russell won a championship. Like, Yes, it's a different era, but he still won a championship as a coach. Larry was a good coach, but two. We're talking about two players out of who who knows how many. And it's been clear. Jason Kidd has far too many times put his ego and his wants above what the team needs to. And for as much as I got frustrated at Rick for many things, Rick at least tried to make decisions that he thought were the best for the team. And he tried to change things, and Jason Kidd is not. And eventually, uh, maybe, probably far too late, this will come to a head where it's going to have to change. I Unfortunately, think this is also a situation where it's not an organization that wants to change, and it's not comparable to Milwaukee, where Milwaukee then went through an ownership change uh, right before uh, Giannis was drafted. And the problem is that's not going to happen here unless something insane happens. And I think we're stuck for a while, and that's. Well, I mean, Giannis, to Giannis would
1: have kept kid because Giannis liked kid. It took it took Chris Middleton, who's uh, a bit of a who's a bit of a malcontent at times, to basically say like, no, no. But, no, but not I mean, of Chris this.
13: Middleton isn't wrong.
1: Uh, uh, Chris, Chris Middleton wrong was not wrong.
13: I, I don't think any. I, it was not the wrong decision at the time, and it's not the wrong decision now. Um, and and look, like Bodenholzer came in with his own problems. I'm not saying that you can't hire a coach. Who has failed in other places. I mean, many coaches have failed in other spots and done well. I mean, Steve Kerr, I mean, how many people nowadays remember how disastrous Steve Kerr was as the GM of the Phoenix Suns? Sure. I mean, very few people remember that. I, I'm not saying that you can't hire a coach who's failed, but you also have to acknowledge as a coach that when you fail somewhere, you fail for a reason. And Kid has taken one year of success, minimal success, I would say, success that is written off of many circumstances and many other things and looked at the success instead of the failings at the end and tried to do the same thing because he thinks that he's had one good year and that's all that matters. That's not true. You should know as a player that when you fail, you need to learn from the failures and get better. And, you know, it's extremely frustrating. And I think some of that has also gone onto the team where now you're seeing this team that had success in, in relative terms and is not learning from anything and doing the exact same thing and failing you know for as mad as we got about how rick run a bunch of sets rick had to run a bunch of sets not for luca he had to run a bunch of sets for the rest of the team because there were very few players on that team if any who were going to run in offense all the time but that's the thing you have to do you have to run sets at moments and yes he did to an extreme but jason kidd has now gone to another extreme where there are no sets and I think I talked about it in the Houston loss. Now you see players not being able to know what to do because they have so much freedom to do what they want well, Everybody,
1: to do. Everybody gets so tight as things get close, and it becomes a Luca, just Luca or Spencer, save us. You're our only hope.
13: And yeah, like, that and, sucks. And, and that's not a plan. That's not a plan. That's not a plan on any team. Like, there's no clear philosophy. Like, you came into the season, you got JaVale McGee, and now you're not playing drop, which, okay, fine. I don't think drop was going to work anyway in an NBA that is so predominant on threes and in, really in the paint. Drop is not working because very few teams take mid-rangeers. Okay, but then why would you want JaVale McGee? You cannot switch your philosophy so soon into the season and still have a guy. Like, there's, it's, it's a muddling of things that have made this worse, where it is roster mismanagement over a lot of years poor coaching decisions and just general tampering that has not only influenced the players but influenced the feeling around this team now am i saying that the season is completely over and it's disastrous no i think the season could be so competent but i also didn't go into the season expecting a western conference finals i thought in many ways it was very fluky like everyone crapped on the hawks last season after you know they had gone to the Easter Cup Finals and look at them, they were bad. Well, the Hawks generally have a better roster than the Mavericks. Like we can shit on them all they want, they have a better roster. Uh, they have done a much more competent job of putting talent around Trey Young than the Mavericks have around Luca. And it's 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 not, there's no way to avoid it. And unfortunately, this this saga only ends one of two ways in the long term. Somehow things getting fixed because of luck or things ending really badly. And I don't know, but it's that's a long ways from now, but hopefully this team somehow gets it through. But I, I don't know. The, the problem is there's no clear answers for this team. And, again, it's one loss, but it's we just have lots of these
1: one losses, though.
13: <laughs> yeah, and that's the problem. It's not becoming one loss anymore. Like, it's, it's becoming the – you're a team that's going to lose to teams who you should not lose to. that's what this team is going to be known for now and that doesn't make you a good team that makes you a really bad team in many ways because yeah if you can beat Boston who cares but you have to be able to beat the bad teams every single week like for as much as like we want to get mad at Jason Tatum Jason Tatum as a player has improved so much like he took a really bad finals run and has taken whatever he was horrendous at which was a lot of post play and being trapped and done really well this season and it's not lucas fault i'm not here to say it's all lucas fault but you're seeing it like every single thing that can go wrong with this team goes wrong all at once and there's there's no one that seems to want to take accountability for it which is extremely frustrating and if it doesn't change it's just going to keep happening unfortunately this is just going to be the trend
1: well thanks for coming up again appreciate you thank you all right talk soon Let's see here. Who else we got? Let's go to my man. We're gonna fly through some folks. Nicholas, how you doing? Welcome. Hey, how are you? All right.
4: <laughs> that's uh, that's good. Especially after that game, I uh, I wasn't gonna talk because it's kind of late here, but I took a shot, so I got the confidence. I
1: bring up everybody. We stay. Yeah. We you know we. St- that's why some of these shows are like three hours. I just keep going.
4: Yeah. No, I actually. Um, Uh, like watching the game if you watch their defense when wood is out there a lot of the time you will see uh luca or dinwiddie or dorian it seems like they're like waving at wood like there's like a lack of communication and Wood's kind of like looking around he kind of like puts his hand up and then he kind of gets like really frustrated so i don't know like uh with that quote that he said tonight to cali that you said where he was like well they don't even talk to me about um like playing in the second half um, it's kind of interesting. It feels like the players are the ones having to teach him like their defensive schemes on the fly in the middle of a game rather than the coaching staff sitting with him and making sure that he understands what I wondered is going about on.
1: that. I really wondered about that. And I've criticized it a lot because I think it's a thing where they expect him to, they will not grant him more minutes until he performs on the floor, but he does. He cannot perform well enough. On, it's like an ultimate catch twenty-two because if he makes a mistake, he gets pulled for one reason or another. I mean, the, the defense is not that great. I, the yeah. defensive rating is not that interesting to me with like a fourteen-game sample size because if you beat the crap out of two teams, it completely skews your numbers
4: yeah this this early into the season definitely and then I, I mean and it's not even on the defense it's on the offense too like you know they like Dinwiddie especially like I think he's a little bit more vocal about it than Luka even with Wood it's like he's literally at some points dribbling the ball and he's looking at Wood and he's pointing at the round like set the pick right here like you need to do it like faster and faster and it's like at that point, like you've been, I know you've been beating this every loss that I've come in here. You beat this drum. Is that kid and the coaching, it like they need to be held accountable at a certain point with this? But it's it's as like why like I watch the Hawks play. You don't see the Hawks do that. Everybody knows their role and everybody knows exactly what they need to be doing. There's no sitting there for three seconds like, hey, come here and walk around this person, set the pick for me right here, and then go. So it's just – I think it's more of like a frustration with all the players and, you know, they're saying the correct things in the media and they're keeping it in the locker room. But I think that there's underlying things because it doesn't seem like the team has the chemistry that it had just four months ago in the Western Conference Finals. It it seems to, like, have something that's switched over. It's just, like, it's frustrating to watch.
1: Yeah. No, it totally is. And it's it's –
4: I that's me deep diving it and like over analyzing it, but I'm sitting there and I'm I don't see other teams doing it, so I'm just like it's just really aggravating, especially with somebody as talented as Wood. Like maybe he doesn't have the like quote unquote basketball IQ that other players have, but still, like he's a professional athlete for a reason. If you sit with him and explain to him sets and everything, I'm sure he will get it. And he's six eleven. And from what I can see, he can move pretty quick. So I'm pretty sure he can do at least get in front of somebody. Yeah. Well,
1: (laughs) they, they also, and somebody, somebody, I'm sorry, the chat's moving for me, but somebody noted in the chat that he needs to play more of his minutes with Luca, which is absolutely the case. I'm tired of seeing him with Tim Hardaway Jr. Who just chucks and doesn't pass. So.
4: Yeah. uh, Yeah. I, I got friends that come over and never watch the Mavs and they're making fun of like they don't even watch basketball and they're like making fun of tim hardaway for taking shots the way he does so yeah. you know it's bad whenever people don't that don't watch basketball um they they notice it so but yeah uh that's my um little two cents on wood so nice I think that, yeah thank you
1: all right let's go to my man ruben hey ruben what's up
14: Oh my God, Kurt! Oh, I don't. Oh my gosh, this <laughs> this loss sucked. Um, I kind of want to pull up a spoiler before I begin. Um, I am gonna go hard on Jason Kidd and Tim Hardaway. One, two, three. You can leave the room if you love those guys. Jesus Christ, Kurt! I. Is there such thing as an eyeball um, IQ? Like, I know basketball IQ, um, like just looking at things and looking at what's happening during the season. It, the last play of the game, we have Bretons and Reggie Bullock out there who hasn't did Anything, this whole game, your second best player is on the bench. You play them one minute and 50. What? What? what, One minute and 50. And you expect Luca to pass the ball to somebody to get. All we needed was two points, Kurt. Yep. Two points. Who is he going to dish it to? who is he going to dish it to they're covering Josh Green cuz he's going off all game he's looking like clay thompson and josh green island is now a continent like you know how the the highest reggie has ever scored for us 23 points how many points did josh green have tonight 23 points i don't want to hear any more excuses about starting Reggie at this point. If you know the man is terrible before December, don't start the man. It's killing us. And somebody brought it up earlier. These little losses, we're going to get to the end of the season, just like when we um got swept by the Knicks Uh, one of those seasons. I forgot if it was last season or the season before, where it meant something. It meant a, a fourth, fifth, or third seed. These small losses are gonna build up, and if Jason Kidd, I'm not looking at the, the 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 front office. I'm not looking at the rest of the coaching staff. And he actually he actually was self deprecating tonight. This is the first time I heard it all season.
1: Yeah, I saw. Um, I've, I've I've since seen some of the quotes. Did For you? Yeah.
14: yeah, I saw it too. This is the first. I got to get better. No, well. First he said the staff has to get better, and I got to get better. That's no, so funny. bro,
1: you got to get. You got to get. It's just an hypothesis. Fucking test. assistant coaches, like what are we doing here?
14: What are we doing? <laughs> like, oh, Josh Green played so well, and you know why he played so well? He played thirty, more than thirty minutes, more than thirty minutes, and you. <laughs> You put Reggie out there instead of your second best player. Who can? Oh, Dodo throws in the pass to Luca. Who says Seawood couldn't hang under the goal? You got to choose one of those guys. You they double Luca. They almost put three players on Luca, and Luca has no choice but to chunk it. Who says if you have Seawood in that game right under the goal, you either got to foul him. Or he's gonna get a point, uh, gonna get a goal. That's the win. That is it that hard? Was that that hard, Kurt? Well, like, like, am I off on that?
1: I mean, it's more the minutes. Like, like the final possessions don't really matter to me, to be honest with you. The final possessions are not the problem. It's how you get to the final possessions that matter to me. How you let it get that bad where you're down by ten points to the Nuggets. He once again let things go on a run without calling a timeout. Like, they were down double digits to the Nuggets. That sucks.
14: And you leave Tim Hardaway Jr. on the court for 20 minutes, and he shoots an over, except from two points from the free throw line. Yeah. How,
1: Kurt, second, how does that happen? second can, one in, like, 10 days. Can was... you
14: see what <laughs> – you play, see, with a minute in the four. He just dropped almost 30 points. There's he dropped 28 last team. game. Yeah. I understand. I
1: understand.
14: Against the same team, Kurt.
1: Sure.
14: We played them twice in a row. Yeah. What? I'm just, you do that, and I'm sorry. Like, it's like Jason Kidd is stuck in last year. Does he not know teams have film of the same starting lineup that you're starting?
1: Well, I mean that's why that's part of why Luca, you know, is scoring a billion points because they're staying home on people. I mean, the, it, it's everybody else just hasn't come through a little bit better, and we don't have this kind of game. Like I don't, I'm not really frustrated with Spencer; he's played so well. I am frustrated right. with the rest of the starting lineup, though. Uh, right. Nobody else hitting shots. I, you know the the, the mm-hmm. two the the bash. You know the 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 whatever the hell we call them. The, the Bang
14: Bros. The Bang
1: Bros. Are, are a crisp two of ten from the floor together. Like you got to be better than that, guys. It's got to be better. Than
14: I'm them. I'm not I'm not so mad at Dorian. Dorian is
1: one of five.
14: One of five. But his just defense, like, just like Reggie, it, he's the best defensive player on the team. I'm yeah, sorry, I'll give him a, that. I,
1: I, I think he, I think he, he and he and um, Reggie work very well together, and Josh does too when all three of them are mixed. But you just can't, you can't have two, you can't, you have, can't have Reggie starters. and Tim. You can't, well, I mean, you just can't have like that many. Like, you can't have this many guys pitching, pitching, you know, this poor of a game. So.
14: Yep. Yep. And and it's just I say that that he's sucking in last year because we still have Powell starting. I love Powell to death. Um, and when he does, I love his passing skills. Um, I feel like just give C Wood a chance. What you're doing right now, and it's and I'm glad you said it. I feel like you're the first media person that said it that you know covers the maps 24/7. It feels like Jason Kidd. Oh, that wasn't my pick, so I'm not gonna play him. You okay? Say it wasn't your pick. You not let him shine will not get you a great return if you really want him off the team. And at this point, you're stupid if you don't want him on the team. He's literally the second if I I still say he's the second best player. I'm not at the point to say, oh, let's fire Jason Kidd. Just play your best players. Play your best. It's not that hard. If Reggie is giving you offers, if Timmy is, why bring up Jaden Hardy if you're not even going to let him play a minute, like a second?
1: No, I mean, like, guys, like everybody, I talked about this. I'm going to keep bringing it up. Like, Jaden's just not going to play. I, I, everyone needs to wrap their minds around that. If you're having a hard time with why Reggie is playing so much or why Tim is playing so much. He's not gonna play the rookie. He's just not gonna do it. That is stupid. You
14: know who played tonight? A rookie against us. Sure. He put up shit numbers. He put up shit numbers. But he got to play. It was a uh, what's uh bro. Start, I think his last name started with a B from Kansas. Uh, yeah, right, Christian Braun. Uh, yeah. Boom. He didn't even. He didn't do much. He didn't do much. But they play them, and I keep saying this on every green room. I I guarantee you, about I said it before, every night we lose, it's always a player that maybe the Mavs have sitting on the bench. We don't even know because they don't get to play. It's a guy that comes out of nowhere and has his best night. You don't know what you have until you let them just – it's a rookie. Yes, we – First day on the job, I'm going to suck. But if I'm showing you, like, I'm dropping 30 pointers, 20, I might have a lot of turnovers in the G League, but I'm playing with Luca. Luca is too big to fail. Luca will not let a hardy fail. He, he can't carry a vet that we know doesn't have anything. He can't add shit to his game. Reggie can't add shit to his game. Timmy is who he is. Hardy, you have a chance to mold him into a better Tim Hardaway. He can dribble. He's one of the only people on the team that can actually I, I, dribble. He,
1: no, no. That's why he has so many turnovers. He cannot.
14: That And that's dribble. fine.
1: <laughs> that's fine. But I, you know what?
14: I, I'll allow his offer to, instead of a guy that's been in the league for.
1: They put up a stat. He played
14: would... 600 games. And sure. In his 600th did
1: game, you, he didn't did score a that? point. Did you see that graphic the Mavs threw up? Yes, like I, about the 600 was, game thing. I was dying. I, I He just he just had a turnover, I think, before that graphic. I think. Yeah, that was real bad. But it's like it, it's like the the Price Is Right fail noise. Now, oh, yeah, was. I, I've it, got to get out of here in a hurry. My wife. Oh, is I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. And, no, and the
14: last thing I will say, um, what Mark Cuban did, I need Jason Kidd to do that. That shouldn't yes. be Mark Cuban. That's, yes. Jason Kidd. You be pissed. You get a fine. You get kicked out of the game, bro. Like yep. show, show, show us that you care that you losing to a squad lo- uh, missing their three best players. Thanks for my venting. I will have a great
1: sleep tonight. Thank Be you. Be good, buddy. All right. We're going to make it through our last two here. Mr. Dang, sorry to make you wait. Sorry to make some of my regulars wait. We had some new people pop in. How you doing, Doe? Maybe he fell asleep there. It's late. Give him a second. Hit the unmute button. Um, yeah. All right. Mr. Dang, come back up if you can. I'm going to invite Leo up here now. Leo, how you doing? Hi, I just want to say a couple things. Can't hear you. Come closer. Can you hear me now? Nope. What's your audio input like?
8: Sorry. Uh, the reason why Luca got the last shot is because he scores 40 points on 10 plus efficiency per 75 possessions that's why he gets the last shot
1: yeah i I heard that the other day that was was crazy
8: yeah like i'm sorry guys this is what's gonna happen he's the best player on the team he's going to get the last shot we want to get pissed about something tell me why reggie bullock and tim hardaway junior are looking off josh green for shots he shot the ball at 5 uh 540 and then didn't get another shot up until 153 130 i'm sorry what are we doing He's the only player making shots. Dave Burks is the only player making shots. I mean, he
1: did get the last. He did get a not bad shot there. It just didn't go down. Like, that was the one that didn't go down. It was a good shot, too.
8: It takes three minutes to get him another shot. Three, four, three and
1: a half minutes. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's working for shots. Because, I mean, at that point, he's getting covered a little tighter. You know? Like, that's a point. Like, if, if you start hitting your shots, the dudes cover you tighter, which is nice. Like, all, nobody is near Josh Green on any of these looks. And that, if so, if he starts doing that over time, you know, you make it another thirty games where Josh Green hits one three a game. Eventually, guys start pulling out on him, and that'll work a lot better. It'll help with the offense.
8: This is what we're hoping for, right? This is exactly like the
1: kind. Yeah, you need yeah, to- it's not like like I know everybody wants him to be like a like a twelve point per game scorer. It's not going to happen. Josh Green's going to be like a six six point a game guy, and we're going to be happy with it because it's going to help everything else. It's gonna it's going to be like the grease that helps the rest of the offense. Like that's the ideal outcome. You know, he's, he's not a jock. He's not a Bane scorer. That's fine. Um, but if he can do little things to, to make the offense operate better and smoother and really add like elements that they don't have, that's key. And then maybe the shots will fall and he'll get more volume as the year goes along.
8: I mean, it's, I know the team talk, like talks a lot about good vibes, but is there a reason these players look him off? Is there a reason why these players seem to look off Christian wood? Is it,
1: the wood, I don't know why they look him off. I they look Josh Green off because I, he's, I mean, for the same reason that I disregard Josh Green. Um, the wood stuff is weird. I mean, he was not getting entry touches tonight because they were actually playing pretty good post defense on him. But I don't know. That's why it's like I don't want Woods' minutes to be tied to to Hardaway's minutes because if Hardaway's, you know, mission is to score, he's going to score. He's not going to pass. Either
8: way, this is this was stupid. I know everyone's going to be mad. But we got to be mad about the right things, guys. Like, we're missing free throws. This isn't a game. This isn't a conversation if we make free throws. Sure. Screw the three-point shooting. That comes and goes. But we can't be the team that gets the most free throws in the league and can only shoot 60 or 70% off of them.
1: I hear you. All right, man. We'll talk soon, okay? All right. Yeah, Leo, be looking for the green ring around your name to light up. We can't really hear you. All right, Mr. Dang, let's try one more time. What's up? You're going to be take us out of here.
15: Hey, man. Sorry, it's been a rough night. am sorry. right. Oh, it's been a rough night. I spent 300 bucks on my girlfriend for dinner, and we got into an argument. I only got a chance to watch half the game, and I come in to hear all this crap that just happened.
1: Just a just an A-plus night for you.
15: Well, you know, it is what it is. But the good news is I won 100 bucks betting against the Mavericks because I didn't <laughs> I'm just mad at myself, that I didn't put in thousand bucks. You know, I almost put another zero. I'm like, maybe 500, but I was a chicken and bet only 100, sir. But why are we having this madness again? Didn't we just have this deja vu after the Rockets game? You know, it's the same shit, Kurt. I just don't understand this madness that we keep on going. Kid, the league has figured out, kid. The league has also figured out how to play Luka. You know, all you need to do is triple or quadruple team him because we really don't have any other solid threats on the floor. You know, if you have DF, are you worried about Bullock hitting a game breaker on us at the very end or DFS, you know, or TXJ on the floor? Yes, I would cover green if that's he was the only threat the whole game. But if you don't put give Luca any uh, any options, he's going to jack up some shit toward the end. You know, it shouldn't have to be, we shouldn't have gotten to this point towards the end. You know, it never should have been this close. Yeah. You know, I mean, Malone, a ragtag group of people, if he was our coach, do you think we'd be sitting at nine and seven? No way. You know, it's just, we keep on playing down with it, but the road gets tougher. I mean, can we really truly keep on rising and putting everything on Luca And then the next set of tougher games, you know, they figured this out. You don't think the other teams are going to watch the tape and say, hey, this is how we're going to beat the Mavs, you know, the disrespect that, you know, that, that, you know, uh, Washington said, you know, what's his name? Uh, I forget that guy's name, but he says, uh, we're not really scared of anybody but Luca, you know, the same thing that, that uh, what's his name said with New Jersey. He said the same thing. We don't care about anybody else. Durant and Kuzma. Exactly. You know, we're going to be figured out. You know, it's only a matter of time, you know, when we play these other teams that they're going to beat the shit out of us, too. Right. This is trend going the wrong way. It's second year Jason Kidd. You know, he sticks with what he thinks and he can't adjust to what the other tactics of the NBA. The NBA is every evolving thing. It's a chess match. You know, you have to counter what the other team counters. And Kid is not that smart to do it because his ego won't let him in the way. And we all know, you know, no one's going to hold him accountable. Nico's not going to hold him accountable. Cuban's not sure shit hold him accountable. If anything, if he fired, he fired any one of those guys, he'd have to admit that he made a mistake. You know, the best thing that could happen, you know, is is Cuban to run for president because that way he'd maybe be distracted by running the Mavs. You know he would probably be able to have to sever himself from the Mavs if he actually won as president. You know, that's the one thing that the only thing I think that his ego would satiate him is being the president of the U S.
1: Well, yeah. And that's not happening because long story, but I know that's not happening.
15: <laughs> yeah. I know it's not happening too, but you know, I, I've got to think of fantasy situations because right now reality just really sucks. Kurt, you know, give me some kind of sense where things will get better because I just don't see the trend line. I well, I
1: mean, I think that the argument has to be that that they play a lot better against better teams, and hopefully they'll come in this next stretch of games. You know, the so I'm not looking at the schedule, but I know they play um, like Boston. the Bucks, they play uh, Boston, they play Golden State, and so there's some some options in that in that group there that that you know they're just going to have to be um, they're going to have to they're going to figure this out so. And, and if they don't, it's going to get loud because last year when they were figuring things out, they had a lot of reasons for why things were going their way. They had COVID, they had Luca being out, know, and you know expectations exist. You can't come out and play mediocre basketball, um, even even with some of the the, the built in problems that we know about. They need to be better than this. They're just two games above five hundred, and you know they're only two games out of the like they're 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 ninth in the West right now, but they're also only two games out of being number one overall. That's why like losing these games is so stupid because there there's the opportunity to actually gain ground and they just don't do it.
15: Yeah. I'm just worried about, you know, the NBA, the other coaches have figured out the tactics
1: again. Uh, I mean, I don't really think there is a tactic to stopping Luca. It's, it's making it work long enough to be able to, to last, but we'll see. I mean, the schedule, Jeremy points out, the schedule has been light. The Mavericks have played a ton of home games. Um, they're going to be out on the road a lot to, to finish out 2022. Um, and you know, we're going to figure out who these guys are in a real way pretty quickly because we're, we're nearly 20 games through the season. We're going to know, you know, just by the end of, by the end of this month, we're going to have a pretty good feeling for who this team is. And, uh, you know, you divide the season up into quarters, first 20 games, then after that, they have a a chances to improve and figure out who they are moving forward because teams are not, um. Teams are always kind of shifting and figuring out new ways to win. And, you know, the Mavericks have had kind of a light schedule. They've been extremely lucky on the injury front relative to other Western Conference teams. Um, They're going to have some harder times than this, but they're also going to have some better times than this, I think. So we'll see how it goes.
15: Well, thanks, Kurt, for letting me speak. I appreciate it, man. I mean, letting us vent, it, it really helps.
1: Good. Talk soon, man. All right.
15: All right. Have a good night, sir.
1: All right, come to mazmoneyball.com. I have a column coming out tomorrow that I mentioned. Josh has a column coming out tomorrow. We'll have some fun stuff. Uh, well, I don't know about how fun, but we'll have some stuff worth reading over at the site and uh, appreciate you spending part of your night with us and we will talk soon. Bye guys.
10: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected.